Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did, the podcast where we share the empowering, encouraging stories from millennials thriving in the messy transitional seasons of life. I'm your host, Allison, and I'm a millennial on a mission to show you what's possible when you stop playing it safe and lean into those uncomfortable growth seasons in life. These conversations are literal proof that you too can go from surviving to thriving. It's about building what I call your mindset toolkit and taking action even when it feels hard. And well, on that note, time is our most valuable resource. So grab some coffee and let's get to today's conversation. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did? I'm your host, Allison. And if it is your first time here, I just wanted to say a warm welcome. I'm so glad you decided to come hang with us for a bit today, and I can't wait to hear what vibes with you. If you are returning, as always, thank you for taking time out of your day to come hang with us. And well, today I am flying solo again. I'll be flying solo for the next couple of weeks as we are quickly approaching the one-year anniversary of the podcast. And so with that, I'm excited to reflect back on what the last year has looked like and share a little bit more about what you guys can expect moving into the future with the podcast. So I have mentioned this before, and I will touch on this a little bit more at the end, but we are going to be wrapping up season one in the coming weeks, and I will be taking a small hiatus to take some true rest time. I've got some vacations coming up in the fall that I'm very excited for. And I want to make sure that I have um, just some true downtime. So I will be coming back with season two and I will share all the dates on that later in this episode. So to kick off today's episode, I just wanted to start with my story of how I started the podcast, why I started the podcast. Lately, we've had a lot of new listeners, which I'm so, so grateful for, but you may not be as familiar with my story. And I think it's such an important part of why I started the podcast. So let's uh, dive into that a little bit. For those of you who are newer to the podcast or have joined us over the last few months, you may or may not know that I spent most of 2020 furloughed from what I would have considered to be my dream job at that point in time. It was a result of the entertainment industry largely shutting down when the pandemic began. For the first few months of the pandemic that I was furloughed, I was still working on my master's degree. So that was keeping me pretty busy. I was a full-time student. It was kind of honestly nice to be able to just focus in on my last couple of semesters without having... Um, you know, a lot of other things going on. And so I looked at it as like the bright side to all of this. And then when I was about a month away from being completely done with school, I realized, oh my gosh, I have been working full-time and working on my master's degree full-time for over two years now. And all of a sudden it hit me that I was going to have an insane amount of downtime. And I didn't really know what I was going to do with myself. And that idea of having nothing to do was terrifying to me. Something I've absorbed over the last year was actually how good it is for you to sit in silence and to be bored and to have nothing to do. But needless to say, this was a year ago. And at that time, that idea of having nothing to do when we were at a pretty high mark in the pandemic seemed pretty terrifying. So I, at the last minute, signed up for a podcasting course that one of my favorite podcasters was hosting. 
And I did it with this idea of like, well, I'll take this and then I'll start it like a few months from now when I have things fleshed out or when I'm ready, but at least I'll know how to do it and it'll give me something to do. Over the course of the class, that my perception of how I would handle the podcast changed and it went from, I'll wait until it's perfect to what if I didn't wait? And what if I just started and just kind of rolled with it and see where it went? I share this because as a generation, we are very inclined to constantly question the what ifs around us. And we do a lot of like, what if this went wrong? What if this is not perfect? What if this isn't what I expect it to be? Instead of asking ourselves, what if I went for it? What if I just tried? What's the worst that could happen? We ask ourselves the wrong what if questions. And so that is where the title came from. But what if you did? Because that was at that point in the pandemic, something that I needed to be asking myself, what if I took a risk? What if I just went for it? What if I tried something new? And I feel like that with pretty much every guest I've spoken to over the last year, that phrase has resonated with them in some way. And so it just has felt like a really important part of the story for you to know where that came from. Throughout the course of the pandemic, the through line has always been helping millennials to navigate transitional seasons in life. And I've refined that in a number of different ways. Um, If you've listened all the way from the beginning, you'll notice that my intro has evolved and changed over time, just as my message for the podcast. When I first started, I really focused the podcast more around what I consider to be growth seasons. So these are the valleys between the peaks, you know, really uncomfortable seasons where you just Things just don't feel great where you're in the middle of something transitional, you know that you're working really hard and it just feels really freaking hard to show up for yourself every day, every week, day after day. I started the podcast by just like sharing life lessons that I had learned and how I was carrying those forward into surviving the pandemic. Um, You know, I had some real talk episodes. I did a lot of... um, You know, some of my early interviews were talking about career transitions and um, how to look at company culture and how to work on your resume and how to network and things like that. Over the last six months, it's really turned more and evolved more into sharing the empowering stories from other millennials who have been where I am or where you are and are really now thriving in those really tough seasons of life. I feel like I've had the pleasure of hosting so, so, so many amazing millennials from around the country and even some abroad. And I've met, honestly, some of my absolute best friends and probably my biggest cheerleaders through the process. Many of our guests, I still talk to regularly. The entertainment industry, although it is rebounding, many of us are still facing struggles. And when it comes to showing how our skills that we've built over our careers are uh, translatable to other roles in other industries. So if you are out there and you are listening and you are on the hiring side of things, just know that that is something that the industry at large is struggling with. Many of us have realized that maybe the entertainment industry isn't where we want to spend all of our time moving forward, or maybe it is, but it's hard in this season to know how to make that transition when you're up against so many other really talented people who have also fallen to similar fates as a result of the pandemic. I also just want to remind everyone that a big reason I started this was to shed light and to 
really open the conversation around the fact that millennials have been dealt a hard hand of cards. And I think sometimes it feels really easy to glaze over the fact that we have now uh, lived through pretty much two major recessions in our early adult careers. And so, yeah, Gen Z is coming up the ranks and passing us in terms of income. And, you know, the as we are having our own children and learning to parent, and there are just so many external factors that are shaping the way that millennials do things that are maybe outside of what we would have considered societal norms for a while. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that we survived and had to learn to thrive through two major recessions. So I know that for me personally, like with the podcast, I have definitely started down new paths. I've changed my path. I've redirected my path more than a few times. So for those of you that have been listening for the past year, you're uh, probably aware of the ways in which I've changed and adapted the podcast and where I hope to grow beyond the podcast. But honestly, hosting this show has really been the thing that lights me up. It's the thing that keeps me going when my own challenges come up. It's the thing that gives me hope for the future. Just talking to so, so many millennials that feel the same, but also are so hopeful for what we can bring to the future. And I just can't speak enough to how fulfilling it has been to get to know so many of you and to have the honor to share your stories as hope for the future for so many more. So with that being said, I just, I hope you know how much your DMs mean to me. Um, They bring a smile to my face pretty much every day that I get one. They make my weeks more enjoyable. I have ones that I save to go back and read again. Those of you that have left reviews, I just love reading them so much. It really helps me to figure out what's vibing with you and what's not so that I can bring you better and stronger content moving into the future. At the end of the day, helping millennials feel seen, heard, and supported is so important to me. I think for too long, our voices have been pushed aside, and I think that our generation is misunderstood in a lot of ways, and we're just underestimated when really so much of that comes to the fact that we've been up against some really hard, hard economical times and societal norms, and this is our time to break free of all of that. At the end of every interview for the last few months, I have closed out by asking my guests to envision life a year from now, and I asked them to think about what they will be most proud of themselves for when they look back. And they almost always say something along the lines of going for it, taking a risk, trying something new, pivoting when things got hard, trusting their instincts, prioritizing themselves, trying again. And when I thought about that, when I looked back, when I listened back to so many of the episodes in preparation for this episode, it just really resonated with me that they're always proud of themselves for making a change. And I share this as a reminder to to honestly keep going, to remind you that life outside of your comfort zone is a beautiful place to be and to encourage you to go for that thing that's on your heart. The one that society has taught you isn't on the safe path. Try that new thing, pivot and change directions as often as you need to. Learn to care for yourself and your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, and your creative well-being because they matter, and they're going to get you through the harder times in life. 
lean into those curious pulls and grab that book that you wouldn't normally pick up that maybe challenges your perspective. Know that you can and you will change your mind as you grow. I invite you to trust your intuition and trust yourself, but most importantly to trust the process. I Failing forward, as Katie Hake taught us, or maybe it was finding the life lesson or and learning to learning to see that life lesson for what it is and to accept it because as Lindsay said, the universe will keep presenting you that over and over and over again until you find it. Maybe it was absorbing the loss that you learned something from. For me, when Asha taught me about accepting a loss as it exists and learning from it and moving forward, like that really resonated with me. Um, Above all, I think something that has stood out to me from so many of these conversations is the power in investing in yourself, in mentors, in coaches, in better doctors, honestly, Um, doctors that get you, doctors that don't write off your symptoms as being something that you are crazy or all up in your head about, and finding the people in life that want you to succeed. I know I have learned so much over the last year, and I still feel like I have so, so far to go before I'm going to be anywhere close to having it all figured out. But I am just so, so grateful that we can grow through the hard stuff together. So when I look back a year from now, I don't think I'll be proud of. I know I'll be proud of myself for giving myself the permission I needed to go for it for learning to trust myself day by day, and for gracefully stepping into a more aligned version of myself. But mostly, I'm going to be really proud of myself for staying consistent, because that is something that I have struggled with for years. So as we head towards next week's one-year anniversary episode, I once again just want to say thank you. As I promised at the beginning of the episode, I wanted to share more openly that I will wrap up season one of the podcast starting on August 30th. It's whatever the last Monday of August is. And I will be back um, probably the second week in October. So I have a couple of vacations between there. I have a lot of work that I want to do on the podcast over that time and just my business and what's coming next. But know that season two is going to be much more focused around creative well-being and connection. So more to come on that. But on that note, friends, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for hanging with me. And I will see you right back here, same time next week. Just wanted to say a quick thank you for coming to hang with me for a bit today. If today's conversation vibed with you, I would so appreciate if you took a few seconds to subscribe, rate, and review. This really helps to get the podcast into the hands of new listeners. For show notes and links to all resources discussed in today's conversation, head on over to butwhatifyoudidpod.com backslash listen now. Remember friends, it's truly on us to inspire the next generation of change makers. So I'll leave you with a little food for thought. It's one thing to change our world. It's another to change the future.